we're live. Just kidding. We never put a live episode out. That would actually be kind of, that would actually be really bad, probably. A live episode? Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably, I don't feel like it would end well, just for whatever reason. We'd probably say some stuff we don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, edits are always fantastic. CBS thinks Oklahoma State's going to be the four seed next year. Dude, some of these top 25s, two early top 25s I've seen already are crazy. I saw a few with Bama at one. I'm like, y'all got to be smoking. Absolutely smoking. I'm going to need some of what they are. But we are back, and it was another eventful week in sports. The NFL playoffs are here. They're locked in. They're ready to go. I am excited to see some of these matchups. We had some very interesting things happen this weekend, um, some that we're going to get in here get into here very quickly and uh, Joe is going to be one of the happy people in today's mega moments. So for me, my mega moment is going to be kind of, it's going to be interesting because it's a mega and a mid moment. My mega moment is the Saints beating the dog shit out of the Falcons, but not because I wanted to get, it's tough. All right, I cannot stand the Aints. Nobody in Atlanta can. If you're a Falcons fan, Saints are your number one most hated enemy. But with that being said, I didn't think there was a chance going into that game that the Bucks lose to the Panthers, right? There's no chance that the Bucks lose to the Panthers. It was, it was a close game, though. I'm not going to lie. 9-0. Yeah. Can you it, imagine if he didn't fumble that ball in the end zone? Who, Bryce? No, they're, uh, DJ Chark. Really? You didn't see that? Mm-mm. Beginning of the game, the Panthers would have went up 7-0. Like a 20-yard pass to DJ Shark, and he breaks open. It was like a 50, 60-yard touchdown. And somebody sprints across, and he's diving for the goal line, and dude punches it out, and they recover it in the end. Yep, touchback. Pro, Pro Bowl snub, dude. Antoine Winfield forced the fumble. Panthers didn't have a single lead in the fourth quarter all year. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only team in NFL history to never Oh, have. yeah, because they beat us on a... <clears throat> On yeah. a game, on a like time expiring field goal. Yeah, they never That's had ridiculous. a lead the entire fourth. Bryce quarter. Young and Trevor Lawrence are the two, uh, two quarter, two first, two quarterbacks taking first overall with the most losses in the rookie year. They both lost fourteen games. Oh, that it's is unfortunate. A, that is tough, but that game is a mega moment to me because I didn't think the Bucks were going to lose to the Panthers. I didn't think there was a chance. We. So in my mind, there was no reason to win that game. There's no reason to win that game because you would have got smacked by whoever you played first anyways. No reason to win that game. You you need a better draft pick. You need an edge rusher. And we'll get to that later. But I did enjoy that if we were going to get beat, they went ahead and kicked our ass because it put the final nail in the coffin. And Arthur Smith is gone. So Arthur Smith being gone. And a new era of coaching in Atlanta is my mega moment of the week. But you kind of have to group the Saints in there with it because without the Saints, I might have another 7-10 and 10 season that I got to watch next year. So. Shout out to Mr. Jabu Wins for that uh, sneaky, sneaky uh, final play. <laughs> <laughs> Jabu. Famo Jamo. That feels racist. <laughs> Jabu feels racist. It's just I didn't a, come up uh, with it. Is that actually one of his nicknames? Yeah. That's his Instagram name. Is it really? <laughs> Jabu wins. Sounds <laughs> like there's got to be something wrong with that. I didn't know. I've never heard that. Anyways, that's my mega moment. Lance, what do you got? My mega moment is not 
based on any performance that we just saw <laughs> or any one specific team. The NFL script writers came out in full force this season and gave us some of the best playoff matchups we could have gotten. Joe Flacco against C.J. Stroud, two of the best stories of the season this year. Tyreek going back to Arrowhead, try and get a win. The Steelers and Bills, I mean, there's not really much there. We got beat by 30 last time we played. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that one. McCarthy going back to coach his against his old team. And probably the most beneficial trade for each side in NFL history, this Rams and Lions. Stafford going back to Detroit. Goff facing his old team. We have four absolute cinema games in the just the first round of the NFL playoffs and the script writers get my mega moment because they went in they went in their bag to get these playoff games they went in hard <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever like I've never liked that by the way what what the hard I ne- I've never enjoyed <laughs> it I probably won't ever enjoy it they did good he likes it he likes it soft I guess I guess so. Jack, what do you got? Fuck me, man. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, my mega moment <laughs> is... Um, you can if it's soft. That's how he likes it. But, hey. No, there's like no it. defense. I don't know what... <laughs> really? I don't know. You just got you to sit, sit there and take y'all it. Just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> y'all just said you like it hard more than you like it soft, though. I didn't I say do, that. We're I just saying the script. You said. We you, said the script writers went hard. To get these games, and then you said you didn't like it hard. You liked it soft. So, and then, and you then said, y'all are defending the hard side. Would I have you rather no, get? I have no horse hey, in the race. Stay hard, man. <laughs> Shout out Goggins. Anyway, Jack, burn the boats. Tell us what. <laughs> tell us what your mega moment is. Speaking of carrying the boats, you know who did it? <laughs> Deontay Hardy. Deontay Hardy carried the boats for the Bills in the biggest moment of his life. Uh, yeah. returning a, a touch a punt return for 96 yards for a touchdown to start the fourth quarter, um, playoff spot on the line. In essence, he put the Bills in the playoffs. On his he put the Bills on his back and carried them to the playoffs. Uh, and the Bills' offense really had nothing going. They had seven points entering this play. Um, their red zone efficiency was terrible. I think Josh Allen threw two red zone interceptions, and they got lucky on that one. Yeah, the was it on that touchdown helmet? Was yeah. it two? He threw two interceptions. I One was red two zone. Two end zone interceptions. I, they were both in the end zone. Were they? Yeah. 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 Because the, Eli I know the first Apple one took was. one out like a dumbass. I didn't know. He, took it oh, yeah. Yards. He did get that ball all the way and down to the end zone. And then he just chucked that one up on fourth off, down. Off his back foot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but when it mattered most, Deontay Hardy came up big. Special teams made a play. The best teams have great special teams. And he came up big and put the Bills in the playoffs. So Stormed now they have an opportunity. All the way back. Now they have an opportunity to... Make some noise in the playoffs after a shaky start. I think they will, but we'll get to that later. Joe, what is your mega moment? Before my mega moment, I just want to give a special shout-out to my boy, should have been a Steeler, Mr. Baker Mayfield, clinching the NFC South after by beating the team that cut him last year. It would be better, again, if they still had him. But moving on, my mega moment, of course, is the only team that this pod is a fan of that is in the playoffs and I got a lot of shit for it. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. A now. lot of shit for it. Kenny Pickett might not have hit his 3,500 yards. <laughs> no, I might have got my come close. <laughs> I'm going to need to see that 50 exchange on an episode. But we won. Mason Rudolph undefeated this season as a starter. He's the second coming of TB12, man. <laughs> it's, it's happening, man. 
This Kenny is why Pickett. people don't take us seriously. <laughs> Kenny Pickett was, this, is why, this is why people don't take us seriously. Kenny Pickett had to come in to be his Drew Bledsoe. And now Mason Rudolph's off in the running. He had 152 yards. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was rainy, though. It was rainy. Najee Harris. He had 20, a J.J. McCarthy game. Najee Harris had 29 carries, 112 yards, a touchdown, three straight 1,000-yard rushing seasons. Deontay Johnson had a nice little deep slant he took for a touchdown, if you didn't see that one. I didn't. Hey, and Tom Brady's <laughs> first ever start, he had 168 yards. So See what I'm saying? <laughs> the numbers don't lie. He then followed it up with a game of 86 yards. Sounds like the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some Kenny Pickett numbers. But and if you want a free bet, you can tail me $10 to an 1800 Mason Rudolph Super Bowl MVP. It's ridiculous. That's the most absurd thing <laughs> I've heard all year. It, that's what they said about Nick Foles. That, man, I suppose that is a true? better chance of winning Super Bowl MVP. Him or Kadarius Tony? I feel like they're like probably Mason Rudolph. Really? You don't yeah, think if the Chiefs win and he has like a 200 yard game? Yeah, but I think the Travis likelihood Kelsey of that is, is I think the likelihood of that is lower than Mason Rudolph making it to the Super Bowl. Well, then, if he has only if, if he has a 200 yard game, if he has a 200 yard game, they're just going to give it to Mahomes oh, for throwing yeah. all those yards. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. There's no. There's if no. If the Steelers way, make no the way. if the Steelers make the Super Bowl, it's going to be because of T.J. Watt, right? No, no, because no. he's, 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 he's not playing the, in the wild game. card. He's out for the first game. Oh, if yeah. they win, he makes. He, yeah, if they win the if they win the divisional play. and they win the and they win the yeah, I mean, I guess. And they win the Super I do want to give a quick honorable mention to the CJ. CJ, you got to yeah. shout out CJ, man. He's now like third all time in passing yards by a rookie. Finished with forty one hundred yards this year. Twenty three TDs, only five picks. Three of them came in the same game. Three of them came in the same game. That is a very efficient season, and he only. How many games did he play this year? Also, honorable mention two. to was it only two? Puka Nakua, no, yeah. breaking the rookie for breaking two like. records. Yeah, he played. So that was in fifteen games. Yeah, you know what's an interesting statistic is that in all of the records in which you catch a football, do you know where I'm going? Yeah. In all the records in which you catch a football, you know who the quarterback was? Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Johnson for the receiving yards. Cup for the receiving yard. Or what was? This? Cup for the receivers, catches, yards, he's, and uh, catches, catches. John, Calvin Johnson has something, and then Puka in the rookie receiving yards. Kind of crazy. Who's the real goat? <laughs> MVP. It's, Matt, it's Matthew Stafford. Okay. Literally, that that whole conversation that just occurred right here was exactly why people don't take it seriously. What? MVP? The, he, the next he's coming of TB12 and Mason Rudolph, and then... He should into, be an MVP conversation. He's better than Dak, and Dak's in the MVP conversation. You talking about CJ? No, Matthew yeah, Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Oh, you were talking about Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got a little confused. I think we got a little off off track there. I don't know where I, I don't know where I ended up in that conversation. I thought we were still talking about Lamar Jackson is minus twenty thousand to win. TJ Watt. On- no, CJ. Oh, Stroud. Man, he acrylic or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's minus twenty thousand to win on FanDuel. Lamar mm-hmm. to win MVP. Yeah. If you look at the stats, though, like he's. Don't say that to the fanboys. I don't. You can look at the stats for DPOY too. That don't matter. I guess it really is just about the best team. Because they hold the team. No, they hold the team again. I'm not gonna get into that yet. <laughs> Mid moments. Mid moments. There's always. With the good, there is always the bad, and we have to touch on the bad. So, oh, man, there's 
a couple ways I could go this week. You know what? Today I am not going to do my mid moment first. I'm going to let somebody else go first. I want to see. I want to see where some of these go before I pick between a couple that I have. Well, if you're making me go first, I'm doing the Titans and the firing of Mike Vrabel. Make no sense. Yeah. The only other than Will Levis's potential, you're getting rid of the only good thing in that organization. D Hop is old. Derrick Henry's gone. I Offensive can't, line is trash. They already gave away A.J. The, Brown for a bag of chips. The only defensive player they have that I can name is LSU legend Christian Fulton. Traded their best defensive player, Kevin Byard, mm-hmm. for another bag of chips. Bag of Fritos. They got two bags Both of Lay- the they, Yeah, they got two bags of Lay's from the Eagles for A.J. Brown and And who are you going to get who are you going to get that is going to turn that franchise around better than Vrabel? Jim Harbaugh. Bill Belichick. Bring Arthur Smith back. Good luck. <laughs> that is my mid moment of the week because that was acoustic. Acrylic. <laughs> acrylic. It's acrylic. It's either, no, it's, no, it's, it's normally acoustic. acoustic. I just said acrylic because nobody says it yet. I'm gonna make it. <laughs> I'm gonna start, I'll start using it. All right, Jack. Uh, my mid moment is viewers of the national championship game. As an avid college football fan and a viewer of said national championship game, I wanted to stab my eyes with forks. <laughs> I couldn't stand watching. I was actually like angry watching this football game. I didn't enjoy it. I wasn't. Yes, Georgia wasn't playing, so it was a little bit. It's already yeah, it already starts at a lower. And it's also because, like, I think a lot of Georgia fans and even fans of some other teams thought this is like, I'm watching this game. Georgia would have killed this team. Like, like I'm not saying that that actually would have happened, but that's what was going through my head. I'm like, Georgia would have beat Michigan. Georgia would have killed Washington. Like, that's Washington what was going was through my toast. head. So that also added to the frustration. But it was a game full of mistakes. It yeah. wasn't a game of Harbaugh outcoaching DeBoer. It wasn't a game of out-scheming the other coordinators. It was a game of missed tackles and bad decisions. It was not fun to watch. Donovan Edwards, two rushing touchdowns, like 40-yard rushing touchdowns. The one was fine. The second one, when he ran right into the middle, and just then, behind his offensive lineman, and is just kind of like running in place behind him. Just a defensive Nobody collapse. can get him, and then he just backs up, turns a little bit. And there's a and hole the size of a Mack truck. I fucking, I, at so, that point, I was like, this is going to be a bad game. It, it was very <laughs> frustrating to watch. There were a ton of missed tackles. Um just all over the all over the field. It just was just an missed. ugly game. Michael Penix made some bad decisions. Like that throwaway on the look, first play of the second he didn't half look was terrible. All, all night. He missed Odunze on that fourth down for a wide open touchdown. And then the most crucial fourth down of the game, late in the game, where you're still trying to give your team a chance. Odunze is wide open on the on the yeah. left side of the field. And he throws it into triple coverage to McClellan. Yeah, I I I mean the reason that Penix looked so bad was because he has this weird thing where he has to tilt his shoulder before he makes... I guess it's left side. So he has to tilt his shoulder before he makes a throw. That's how he gets all his oomph on the football. Like, that's how he gets his power. Momentum, yeah. And Michigan was... Their pass rush was significantly better than Texas's and probably better than anyone they faced all year. And he didn't have time to get that shoulder throw or the shoulder tilt. So all he was doing was throwing almost flat-footed, and he missed everyone high. He looked like Cam Newton. Yeah, he missed everyone high because of his lack of ability to get through his throwing motion. Um, it just yeah, it looked no like timing. Washington wasn't as prepared as they should have been, and Michigan 
just kind of came into the game like they looked uh, comfortable. They never they they played too high safety the entire game and really never they they trusted their guys to just get it done and, and they, they never really had to get out of it and they were never uncomfortable. But the problem with that was like about watching that that made me so mad was there were times where Washington had opportunities in that game and they could have forced Michigan to start kind of changing up their defensive scheme. They just couldn't execute. They just couldn't execute. They and, missed on so many plays. And then to watch, yeah, those two rushing touchdowns, the one I'm okay with. The second one, when you run into your lineman like well, that. Well, the first one, there was a horrible missed tackle. Like, it was a whiff of a tackle. Yeah, but uh, watching a guy run into the back of his lineman, and then, and just, then that, was, yeah. that was tough to watch. And then Washington's defense starts playing – but after that, nobody ever really felt like they were dominating that game. Like, Michigan, their pass offense is terrible. Like, J.J. McCarthy, if the game came down to that quarterback versus quarterback, I thought Washington had the edge and Washington could have won. But it was so, I agree with you in the fact that it was so boring to watch neither team be, like, truly dominant after the three big runs in the first quarter. Or, yeah, all in the yeah. first quarter, Michigan didn't have any, like, Huge explosive plays till the fourth quarter when you kind of just felt like Washington was already Washington beat didn't have after a play of over all. twenty yards until the end of the fourth quarter. They kept beating themselves. It was so irritating. False starts, killing drives, the hold call that brought that Odunze catch all the way back. They it were. Just, it was so weird because they were letting the holds go, which is what I think they should be doing. They were letting the holds go, and I don't know why you throw the flag on that one. It was a hold, but I don't know why you let them hold all game and then and then that one you decided to throw the flag on, but. I mean, since this is the topic, I think the reason that we think this was so boring is because I think this is almost how games are going to look going forward for college football, more mistake-driven, because it is college athletics, but with NIL, teams aren't going to have the capital and the space to retain talent like they did 10 years ago. Like, yeah, if you had, like, five stars come in, they would sit on the bench for two years, and that would be fine. That's just how it was. But now, because of NIL and the transfer portal... You well, just can't retain talent. I you also pointed out something good. You can't retain talent. What else does talent not have to do anymore? I don't have to work for the job. They don't have to compete. That's so, the problem. Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron in sports, right? You need the reps. And if you want to be the best, you need the reps against the best. You used to have guys, like you said, five stars on five stars on teams, right? On the good teams. And they were constantly practicing and getting reps in against each other and some of them were competing for each other's jobs that makes people better when every time something doesn't go your way or you don't get the playing time you want or you make a big mistake in a big game and you're like oh man like you know i, I really fucked up in the big moments this year i might i get some playing time here mm -hmm. next year cool i can disappear i can go somewhere else who is going to start me because of how talented I am. And they're going to pay me. And they're going to pay me because of how talented I am and my name. And I don't have to work hard for it. Yeah. I don't have to get better. I can use my God-given ability that not a lot of people are given. And I can just walk away and go somewhere else. And I don't have to compete. I just show up. They paid me to show up. Now I'm going to play. Yeah. I didn't have yeah. to work for my job. It's a little... It's, it's disheartening to watch as a college football fan. And I think... I think we're just going to see teams show up with less depth in games like this, and you're going to be you're going to see things like this where there are missed tackles and there's a lot because you just don't have the talent. Yeah, that like you did I anymore. thought this game had the potential to be like a 2005, you the 2004 2005 yeah. national championship. Not maybe not that high scoring, 
but you had a great running team with Blake Corum mm-hmm. and Donovan Edwards. Which reminiscent, they showed up. Reminiscent of the USC team. And I thought you had an explosive quarterback in Michael Penix that was yeah. going to be able to get the ball downfield. And I thought a really good offense versus a really good defense. And then Washington's defense showed up in that game after the first two drives. They showed yeah. up until the game just felt out of reach. And but the you offense had those. Just looked terrible. The offense was terrible. And it just, it was very disappointing because I obviously I'm upset that Georgia's not in it, but I'm still going to watch it. Like I thought that matchup had a, the ability to be very good. And it just, I completely disappointed for, for me, from everybody involved. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what else to say. I, like, I was just disappointed in the game. It wasn't fun for me to watch. If I really, Michigan was playing I left, their best I left football. With, I left with four minutes left in the game. I like stopped watching it. I turned it off. If Michigan would have played their best football the way Washington played the other night, they would have beat them by yeah. 35, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 40. If Michigan, so that was yeah. even, it was almost like I would have rather seen a, a Georgia game from last year yeah. where the dominant team shows up and Michigan beats the shit out of them and you're like, and they play a perfect game top to bottom and you're like, okay, I'm I'm fine with that because Michigan was the best team. Yeah, they just but looked I, like a sloppy they did, team yeah, they didn't beat another get, sloppy team. They didn't give me that yeah. that vibe. I didn't I didn't get that from watching the game. Yeah. So which was that's my mid moment is viewers of the national championship and the future of college football in terms of talent pool and talented national championship games you're just going to see teams with less depth which just the way it's going so we can't say teams are worse like we can't say this team doesn't deserve to be there because they didn't play as well but it's just gonna be worse teams at the top it's just how it's gonna go it's gonna be interesting joe what do you got my main moment of the week was a mega moment for me but it's the jacksonville jaguars season on the line you got to beat the shitty Titans. <laughs> that was your mid moment, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I should have gone first. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I changed it up on myself. Go ahead. You got to beat the shitty ass Titans, who I guess this is Vrabel's last middle finger to the AFC <laughs> South, I guess. But you lose, and you let my Steelers that you humiliated and stole their terrible towels and cursed yourself for the rest of the season, you let us sneak in and take your playoff spot. And I'm I'm very grateful for it. But it's not just this game. You've lost five of your last six games. Trevor Lawrence looks like ass water. Better get the Drano. Ass white. The only team, the only team <laughs> you beat in the last seven, six games is the fu- fucking Carolina Panthers. Not, yeah, not great. One in five in their last six. So they didn't. I mean, they didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. Obviously, I'm glad they're not in there. And I think you need to do some serious soul searching. You would have been better if you would have kept Gardner Minshew. Just saying. Mm. Just saying. Gardner Minshew was that close. to the, he, was, he was closer to the, to the playoffs than you guys were. It's true. With a worse team. Yeah. That's well, my mid-moment. Thank you, Jacksonville. And thank you, Trevor Lawrence. All right, Zach, what do you got? All right, so, you know, I had to go. I had to pivot, right? That's what, that's what good players do. They pivot. So I'm going to pivot. Mine is going to be... I'm going to go back. I'm going to circle back to something really quick. My mid-moment this week is the Denver Broncos organization. You sit Russ, right? You're like, we don't want to – we are not going to pay you if you get hurt. So we're just going to sit you, right? You you actually were one of the only bright spots on our team this year. Even though your coach hated you, literally hated you, 
and we're going to sit you so that we don't risk any chance of you getting injured and us having to pay you, right? Because we're going to cut you is, is what they've told him. Then they sit him. They realize, who do they, Trevor Simeon? Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham is ass. You look at the draft and you go, <laughs> oh, we're picking 10th or 11th, 12th. Who the hell are we going to draft for a quarterback? No one. And then you go and look at the free agent market and you're like, there's Kirk Cousins, there's Baker Mayfield, and then there's Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Kyle Allen. Can he pick it? How can he pick it? <laughs> you, you look at the free agent market. Desmond you're Ritter. Like, Desmond Shitter. You look, at the, you look at the free agent market and you're like, damn, there's nobody there. Nobody. Yeah. And so then you circle all the way back once you realize nobody wants that rust contract. Nobody's trading for it. There's nobody in free agency. There's nobody to draft where you're at. And you traded for a head coach because you were apparently in win-now mode with Russell Wilson, who you paid a shit ton of money. So you realize you fucked yourself. So you turn around and you try to unbang yourself by going, hey, Russ, look, I'm really sorry. Look, listen, we all make, we all make bad decisions, okay? Some of us make them more than others, but we're sorry. There's still, there's still a chance that, you know, if you want to, maybe if we want to, maybe we restructure a little bit, you, you come and play quarterback for us next year. I mean, why, why not? It's a terrible look for an organization. It's really bad. It's just absolute, the way they have mishandled the situation is very bad. Very bad uh, on all sides, except for Russ. He handled it very well. I will give him props. He handled it with professionalism, and he was very cordial about it. He didn't go make a TikTok about it. And now they're like, you know what? We might need you back because we're going to be screwed. We gotta, we're going to have all this dead cat money, so we can't sign any of the free agents. And there's going to be nobody for us to draft at 12. So don't, don't leave yet. Stay in Denver. We'll, we'll get you a hotel room if you already sold the house. Give us a few weeks to figure this out. It's just ridiculous. So... The Denver Broncos' mishandling of the entire Russell Wilson situation is going to be my mid-moment of the week. I mean, what can you really expect from the bounty hunter himself? Dude's a bum. He rode the coattails with Drew Brees. That's the only reason he got a Super Bowl. And John Elway. <laughs> <laughs> is he still their GM? I think so. Yeah, he is. is he? Mm-hmm. He did one good thing. He got Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning. to come to... To Denver. Yeah, oh, I, I was. I think he drafted a, Paxton Lynch. I was going to ask a trivia question about this, but I didn't get a chance to yet. Can you name the not you? You know it. Can you name the only uh, Broncos drafted quarterback that's won them a playoff game? Brock Osweiler. Nope. Really? Won them a playoff game. There's only one. Tim Tebow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who's it against? Who's it against? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> didn't yeah. that game end like 10-7? No, 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 it was the it was overtime like, dot, the first play of overtime. Yeah, Which one was the lowest Broncos game? Uh, you know, the Titans tried to trade Vrabel, too. Mm. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, were, they, were, they, were, <laughs> they were shopping him, and nobody wanted to trade for him. It's not that common to trade for coaches, though. It isn't, because I guess if, if a team wants to trade their coach, they're going to get rid of him regardless, and if yeah. he gets fired... Unless it's like a Sean just Payton get, situation. Yeah, but if, he, if he's getting fired like this, he can just go somewhere else. And sign a contract with that team. So why would you give up something other than just money to that coach? That doesn't make any sense to me. 
This is an interesting headline real quick. I just saw on ESPN. This NFL regular season had the most viewers since the 2015 NFL regular season, which I find very interesting considering all the energy. The all of the injuries this year. Yeah, well, the injuries also made the league more competitive for longer. Yeah, there was. In, I think in the season, a, I think there was more teams this se- at the end of the season that were still in contention than the past like five or six playoff or five or six seasons. Gave right. people an actual reason to watch Week 18 games, and people are yeah. finally getting over the whole you know, fu they gave us with the. I'm not gonna get into that. The kneeling. <laughs> oh God. let's not we'll stay away from that we will get away from that Um, I just I zoned out for a second I just got the game I was thinking of was the 2009 Broncos Bengals game in which a receiver caught a tipped pass uh, with like 7 seconds on the clock and ran 87 yards to the house for the Broncos can you name that receiver very famous playoff if you, you you only know it if you watched the play like, if you have watched the play before, you've probably seen it. Bengals fans got to know it, right? <laughs> is it Brandon Lloyd? No, it's first name's right. Is it Brandon, Brandon Marshall? Marshall? No. Is Brandon, Brandon Smith? No, it's Brandon Stokely. Fuck. Do you know? Oh, the, that was I've the next heard, name yeah. I was about to say. I've heard I was, yeah. about, I was about to say Stokely. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what was coming. It's a, crazy, it's a crazy, look at this. Six to seven with 30 seconds left in the game. Get, the, get out of here. Sorry. Six to seven. Yeah, thirty seconds left in the game. This is the low scoring game I was Don't referring to. Don't turn the sound on. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But it was like this crazy like tip. Damn. Catch. Gone. Oh, he's 80, a white too. Yeah, white boy. Eighty seven yards to the house. Touchdown. Win the playoff game. Two thousand nine. I was heartbroken. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you were. <laughs> I was you heartbroken. You were six. He didn't even. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't even know who the Cincinnati Bengals were then. He was I like, that, that. I was a big Brandon Stokely fan then. Were you? Who was quarterback for both teams in that game? Uh, probably Kyle Bowler. Or Cow. dang, who was it? It wouldn't have been Plummer. Plummer wasn't still there. The Bengals. Oh God, two thousand nine was post Palmer. Boomer Esiason. <laughs> Not. <him. laughs> um, I got a couple questions for the teams going into the playoffs this week. I got two very specific ones that I want to talk about, and we'll. We'll kind of be the same question, but we'll break it up. First one, is Mike McCarthy's job on the line with an early playoff exit? Yeah. A fir- mm-hmm. If they lose in the first round. Yeah, if they lose in the first round, yes. If they don't make the NFC Championship, is Mike McCarthy's job on the line? No. No. If they win and then lose to, like, the Eagles, they're probably still... You think so? For at least a year. I don't know. I feel like Jerry Jones is very uh, impatient. He's only a couple couple who are they steps gonna go away get, from death. Yeah, but who are they going to get? <laughs> he wants a Super Bowl. He wants a Super It doesn't matter who who he thinks he can get. Belichick. He'll make himself head coach. He oh. might. <laughs> <laughs> Dak, coach the team. You got it. Uh, when is the it. last time they went to the NFC Championship game? Uh, 1995 would be my best guess. I think that's actually right. It's either 95 or like 92. Let's see. I guess it was the 2015-2016, or the 95-96 NFL oh, okay. season because the game was played in January Who of 1996. They play? Oh, the Niners? They play the Packers. The Cowboys oh. led 24-17 at halftime, but a Packers field goal and a Favre touchdown pass to Robert Brooks 
put Green Bay ahead 27-24. They won? But Aikman and the Cowboys oh. ripped off a 14-play, 90-yard drive for a touchdown. Did they win the Super Bowl that year? Let's see. I don't know when the last time they won. It says 49ers won in 95. That's probably 94-95 no. season. Yeah. Dallas defeated Pittsburgh on January 28th, 1996. Damn, that's top for their last. They've never Damn, they back. won three Super Bowls in the 90s, though. Yeah. yeah. I always forget they were good then because they haven't been 17. good in so long. Haven't been good in so long. It's kind of funny to me, honestly. I it, I guess it shouldn't be, but... Oh, I love it. It kind of cracks me up. I've always been a Cowboys hater. Always. Let's see. That oh. is not America's team, by the way. I feel like that's complete bullshit. Yeah, it is. I still think they're America's team because if you look at... If you go... If you bring somebody into the United States who's... Almost oh, never you mean watched in football. The sense of like they can name them, like they're well, the most it's America's well team because it's the most recognized team in America. So it's America's most valuable team. team. And you're like, who name a football team? They're like, oh, the Cowboys, or it's probably the Cowboys, the Patriots, or the Niners. And most likely, they're going to say the Cowboys or the Patriots, or the team with you know the most Super Bowl wins of all time. <laughs> maybe that one. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Not they now. Probably, maybe honestly, the Patriots makes a lot more Just sense to they be America's team. Patriots makes the most sense to be America's team. They're Patriots. Like, their mascot is... And they're red, white, and blue. And they're red, white, and blue. Like, And they're run by a corrupt old white dude. Yeah, there you go. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's pretty much every NFL franchise. (laughs) Exhibit A, Dan Snyder. He's not old, though. He's just corrupt. In relation to Robert Kraft. (laughs) How old is Kraft? No, Kraft is like 80. 80 foe, I bet you. I'm going to say 80, He will never 81. die. Everybody put in a guess. 81. 80 foe. 78. All right, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 76. Damn, 80 foe. He is 82. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. They that, means, that means people Belichick that don't drive a car. Why would you have one? I think, I hey, think. Jerry Jones. Let's do, let's do Jerry oh Jones God. too. 88. 80 foe. 90. I'm 90. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to split. I'm going to go 83. He's 81. Damn, he's younger than Kraft? <laughs> yeah. He looks like dust. <laughs> anyway, speaking of driver's license, I think when you turn 70, you should have to pass another driver's test. I can't stand. This. I've been I cannot this. stand seeing. Like, my grandma just turned 88 the other day. <laughs> what are we talking about? Dude? She should, like, I love her. Shout out Nana. Can't drive. There's no way she should be allowed to drive. I think that's like women in general, though. They should have to take it again. <laughs> At least I, thought, I just thought of years. a horrible idea. I am not going to say it on no, air. I will I, say it when the episode is over. I think you should have to pass another driver's test when you turn I 70 said, years old. I said 65. If well, you, my, dad's, my dad's 66, and he's a very capable if driver. You can, if you can draw Social Security, you should have to take it. That's fair. That's fair. Test. That's fair. That's what I'm saying. If, you, if you get the senior half, citizens baby. discount at a movie theater, go take the test again. <laughs> if, you, if you can sign up for AARP... You need to take it. I know damn test. well my grandma is backing the fuck into every cone that she sees in that driver's test. There is no way she can parallel <laughs> park. Still. I couldn't either, and the lady still passed me. Like, go she, take the test again. No, she gave me a second chance. Oh, you got lucky. Dude, my, I, I, I really messed up the first time. I had never tried to parallel park before my driver's test. It was, <laughs> it was really bad, and she felt so bad that she like told me to pull out. And then she instructed me oh, God. into the spot and still gave me 
like at least have credit for it. I was I was pissed. My, Shout out her. My T. I wanted I wanted hundred on that test so bad. Like there was a, for some reason I just really I got I a ninety nine and it was because <laughs> my front tires were over the white line at the stoplight. They were like on the white line at the stoplight. Jack was pissed. I was hot. I got a ninety nine. <laughs> I was pissed. Back to football. Yes. <laughs> it, Sorry. Nick Sirianni. Is his job the same? Looking at his job the same. Yes. If he does not make yeah. the NFC Championship, yes. this well, he's year, done more with the. You're coming off a Super Bowl appearance, appearance. and you you lose you and lose five of your last six. Like your team honestly got a little better. No, no, lost they lost, both lost yeah lost both coordinators. Oh, lost I guess CJ in, in the lost. Yeah. Who else did they? They lose? got a better running back. They, they lost Javon it. Hargrave, right? Yeah. No, I guess that's fair. Traded okay. traded what's his name to the Falcons. Um, Kenneth Street. Contavious Street. Street. They did get Bayard. They did get Bayard. They got Swift. They got a top two rookie defender. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think he's in danger though. Coming off a Super Bowl appearance, lost five of the last six. Like, still made the playoffs. I think. I think in today's NFL, with how much everybody just wants to like win now, I wouldn't be surprised if he got fired. I was surprised Vrabel got fired. Yeah, we just watched Vrabel get. I mean, I know. Not. I know. They went chill out. I they understand. Went five but that team was terrible. I think if there's like, like the some, roster construction was if there's bad. some like behind the scenes collusion and say they they like because they got they got a good offense when everybody's healthy. The problem's really the defense. Yeah, the so de- the defense was the problem. If you could bring in a defensive mastermind and you know for a fact, like let's say they lose to the Bucks, you know for a fact this guy will come in there, fix your defense, and he's gonna go there if you get rid of Sirianni. I think they might bring in Belichick. I was gonna you say. could put a brick. You could put a headset on a brick, and it would coach defense better than Matt Patricia. That's true. Yeah that that Matt move Patricia made sucks. no sense to me. That makes no sense to me. All right of the of the of the teams who currently do not have a head coach, where do you kind of see this carousel going? Like where do what you? What do you mean? Like are you, you asking where the best destinations are? Or I guess asking, you like, could say best destinations. Or the where Chargers you think? is the best destination for anybody. I the do Chargers agree. is probably the best. The Commanders is probably close. Second, the Falcons are up there. The Falcons are up there. Based on, there. Based are, on talent, I feel like we would be up there because they have a solidified franchise quarterback. But, and I think that's the biggest piece to, to any rebuild is yeah. Look a solidified at the franchise. Commanders don't have a franchise QB right now. They the will yet, which but is why they're the, second. The Chargers don't have any any room for error, any cap room error. No, they they're gonna actually lose. have. They're going to cut a bunch of people. Seen, but the, I think they're going to hit the rebuild button this year, and then by the time going to blow everything up. Not everything, but they're probably going to get rid of Khalil Mack somehow. You get have off that to. contract. You have got to get off that contract. Um, who else is Who else is under big contract there? I mean Keenan. Herbert's. He's so good. He's still so good. He's the highest paid wide receiver in the league this upcoming year. I, I, I think they're going to have to make a lot of tough mm-hmm. decisions. Trade Herbert. That's trade what him. I said. Everybody called me a madman. If they trade Herbert, they're screwed. They're absolutely screwed. Trade Herbert. If they trade what? Herbert, though, draft Jaden Daniels. Anyway. I, I'm not. I can't I'm even, not even gonna address that. Uh, I mean, you've there. seen though a good uh, like a franchise quarterback that can't afford any wide receivers is still bad. You have the greatest. Without right, you talent. have the greatest quarterback in football right now without any wide receivers, and you see how they're doing. That is that is a good point. But that's why I would cut Keenan. And he's still got the second greatest tight end of all time on his team. And you he's still, still you, losing. You have to you you have to trade Keenan, but it's. I mean, let's go look at cap room. I'll go look his, at it. His cap hit this year is like 33 mil. Um, let's see. 
So next year, the Commanders have the most. So who could use a wide receiver? Dang, all these teams suck. Allen is slated for a thirty-four point seven two million dollar cap. Hit okay, in these are the teams. These are the teams that can afford it. That are kind of wide receiver needy. The Giants, the Panthers. The Giants. The Giants have not. That I was talking to my dad about this the other day, and I thought this shit was so funny. I couldn't name you a Giants receiver outside of Darius Slayton for the Giants in the last decade. Victor Cruz, I, Odell Beckham. Oh, I guess oh, I forget Odell played there because Jalen Hyatt. Such, no. Wondell Robinson, Kadarius no. Tony. I, okay. yeah. I'm talking about somebody who actually meant something. Kenny Gallagher. No, again, they're all like they had Darius Slayton's old as shit. He's been there for years. Kenny Galladay. You had OBJ, mm-hmm. and then you had Victor Cruz. They have not had a bona fide wide receiver one since Victor Cruz. OBJ. And OBJ. They need one bat. Yeah, so they can afford it. I mean, they're they're at thirty. Yeah. They're at thirty-eight million. So That's, they'd be pushing that, it. That leaves the $3 Panthers. Million dollars on the Panthers. Cap. The Cardinals. If they don't get Marv, maybe. Um, the Bears. The Bears no, have sixty-two million. The the Bears are going to get Marv. The Bears, not necessarily. It, it, I don't know what they're. Gonna, I have no they're, idea I, what they're. I think do. they're keeping Justin. Okay, if they they're keep dra- Justin, then they're trading back far enough to not worry about Marv. I don't think they're going to get Marv. No, they'll trade with two or three. I guess I I'd still take a tackle. But if you call if you're the Bears and you call up two or three for the draft and they know you're not taking Caleb now, you don't have any leverage. Well, that's the point. That's why you only talk. That's why you talk to two first. Why, that's why because D Caleb is from DC, and if you trade up one trade back one spot with the Commanders, you're like, hey, give us next year's first and a fifth, and we'll give you one. Or you, I've seen some where like. Obviously, you just pick swap for this year, and then they get like a second rounder this year. And a, but the commanders aren't going to trade any capital this year because they want to build through this draft. Is what is what I'm I'm kind of collecting from what it looks like is that they want to build. I guess through it's going to depend on their coach a lot. Yeah, um, depend on their coach a lot. The Patriots have seventy five million. They need a wide receiver bad. Mm-hmm. They the Texans everything. have seventy five million, but I don't think they need. No, nah, they don't need a. The Colts wide also have seventy three million. They could. Uh, you got Michael Pittman. You've got a wide receiver one. Alec Pierce as that's well. That's just such a hard. Josh con- Downs. That's a hard Josh contract. So that's a hard contract to to move. It's a very hard contract to move. They're near the bottom. They're not at the bottom in terms of in terms of Who, money. The Chargers. Yeah, they're not at the bottom. They're bottom five. Bottom four. Yeah. yeah. Um. But not good. I mean, Bosa's making a lot, but you got to hang on to Bosa. Do you? Mike Williams is making thir- yeah, probably. What has he done? Got you hurt. mean you have to hang on to him because you're not? It's just going to be a crazy dead cap hit, or yeah, you got to hold yeah, on to him because yeah, of yeah, the yeah. way because he's the, played? That, because that hit would okay. be terrible. That it would be it would be terrible. twenty-two million in dead cap versus Keenan Allen sixty uh, versus Keenan Allen's eleven. Um, Keenan would only have eleven in dead cap. Mm-hmm. Cut him. Mike Williams has is on a $32 million contract. He's making almost as much as Keenan Allen, and he's gotten hurt how many times? His dead cap is 12. Their GM was such an idiot. I I don't think he can tear his ACL anymore. He doesn't have one. There's nothing to tear on. Um, They didn't even have to surgically repair it this last time. They were just like, give it eight months. I mean, it's it's literally just, it's Khalil Mack, got to get rid of him somehow. His dead cap is 15. Joey Bosa's dead cap is 22. He's making 36. Keenan Allen's making 34, Mike Williams making 32, Derwin's making 20, Justin's making 20, Corey Lindsley's making 14, and everybody else is making less than 10. So it's just 
the top seven guys. But I mean, it's going to be you got to get rid tough. of tough. But if you can get rid of Khalil Mack for like um, somebody like he's still a valuable asset. Just for that much money, dude, you're it's hard. Like, it's hard. Trade him back to the Bears. Uh, you might get like a second and a Raiders. fifth. <laughs> I'd take that. Imagine Khalil, Khalil Mack and Max Crosby on the same team. I wouldn't. That's some bros. That's, that's a Gerald Everett's also making eight point seven million dollars. Apparently, <laughs> that's his value. I I really hope they draft Brock Bowers because they probably will. All the other mock drafts I have seen, if he doesn't get drafted by the Chargers, he falls to the Saints at fourteen. And if I have to oh. buy a fucking black and yellow jersey, black and gold, whatever that ugly ass thing is, if I have to buy that, I don't want to have to buy that, a Patriots Jaden Daniels jersey. We'll be beside each other, brain on the couch. When the uh, where do you want him to go? That you're going to buy a jersey? Of I would really like him to go to Washington. I think that's the he won't go the best situation. You think he's going to get picked over May or Caleb? No, I think if no, d- don't don't say something outlandish. He's not getting picked over Caleb or Drake. I'm not saying Caleb. Maybe Drake. Maybe Drake. Drake is generational talent in terms of that's what they say Caleb, about all of them. But Caleb and Drake have been projected one and two since. The start of the football season, before the yes. football season started, they were one and two, and it has you never know. Though. And with and only one of them was the best player in college football this year. I'm just saying, the Bears make some questions that I was talking about all the time. Best player or Heisman? There's a difference. Is I think Marvin Harrison was a better player than him, than than Jaden mm. Daniels. Value wise, not yeah, value wise. I mean, team. I mean, Malik had a player. better season. Again, that's just. That's the Giants, numbers. would you like a Giants Jaden Daniels jersey? Yeah, I would like that. Would you like a Falcons Jaden Daniels jersey? Yeah, I would like that as well. I just Would you like a Vikings Jaden Daniels jersey? I'd get down with that. I wouldn't really have to change team colors. I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> I do not I don't I don't know. I don't want to take a shot. I want somebody who's like a I don't think there's anybody like that in the draft this year. I don't think there's Drake any. May. I would I would do a lot for Drake May. Trade Whoa! Based on what? <laughs> Based on what? I'm just talent. I'm just curious. Gut feeling and talent. The last two North Carolina quarterbacks. Sam Howell was good. He got benched for Jacoby Brissett. Well, look at the last LSU quarterbacks to come out. Zach Mettenberger. Woo. Joe Burrow. I, 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 no, oh, nobody, I forgot Joe Burrow. Nobody <laughs> besides Joe Burrow. The greatest college quarterback in besides history. Joe Burrow. Nobody. I wasn't disagreeing with you on LSU. I know, but, I, but I'm, I'm just saying, saying like, the track record of the last two North Carolina quarterbacks has not been good. And I mm. never once watched a Drake May game and was like, holy shit, this dude is an absolute baller. Did you say that about? I don't know if we have watched, like, we just never watched the but same game. But we could games. say the same thing about Ohio State quarterbacks. Yeah, we could. But CJ Stroud turned out wonderful. Like, it's not about the, the college. I don't think the college has anything to do with it. I think saying like the last two North Carolina quarterbacks is a little like just kind of closed minded. Like a little bit, but I mean, they you play can look against at, really bad. It's not the same. Big Ten plays against a lot of good competition, though. AC, I mean, you're playing Georgia Tech, you're playing North Carolina Clemson, State, Duke, Clemson, and that's NC what, State's I think, good. I think Jaden, I, I, that is part of why I think Jaden has the opportunity to succeed is because he played in the best conference in the country and did it against some of the best teams in the country. Well, the yeah, only ACC quarterback play this year that was good. Like, Played Bama. in the playoff. Bama, Ole Miss. Ole Miss is not a good defense. That's true. Um, Bama. Missouri. Their defense Florida was State decent. At the beginning of the year. At the beginning of the year. Missouri's defense was okay. 
wasn't anything special. I don't think you played a very... Defensively, the SEC was not where it normally is this year. Better than Georgia Tech. Like, tearing up the SEC and dropping points all over everybody like three, four years ago would have been a different story. Anyway, I just think Drake May... It's a lot of gut. Like, I think Drake May is going to be really good. But just, like, from a physical perspective... He has the tools and he has the mechanics of a NFL caliber quarterback. Okay. He's just a little slow when it comes to reading. He's very like he's very good his, at he can his read his progression progressions are is great. Slow. No, his progressions are good. His actual throwing motion is slow. Is a little slower than what you want. And so I think that's gonna be the biggest knock is that his throwing motion takes more time than the rest of the quarterbacks. But that's not something that can't be improved. Tweaked. Yeah. Um, kind of like a pitcher, like you can always yeah. kind of improve a little bit to yeah. your. So I think, I think Caleb's a bust. I think Caleb, I think Caleb will end up being <laughs> the next Bryce Young. We talk one. They're so different. Are you are just saying in terms of? Are you just saying in terms of te- like production? production? I think he's so hyped up. The thing for Bryce is, I still he's undersized. It depends Bryce on where Caleb goes. I think Caleb doesn't have this. Uh, it depends on where Caleb goes. If Caleb, about Stroud too. I honestly, yeah. No, but it's different. Stroud was, he's not intelligent. Nobody's saying, I'm not saying Caleb Williams is not intelligent. What I'm saying is Caleb Williams does not possess the emotional fortitude to deal with the NFL. I don't know. you got to be pretty emotional to write fuck Utah on your fingernails. And then lose. And then, That's lose. What I, and then, and then you're in the stands this year. Crying right after a game. Like, I just, I think there's too much up here telling a franchise that you want 5% ownership stake in them. If to you be draft fair, them or you're to not, be if fair, you're not, to be fair, worth a shot. I would, <laughs> like, that's I ridiculous. Like I don't think it's r- smart. He's and I don't too think it's Hollywood. Right. He's, he's too Hollywood. A, he's got an ego that is comparable to one Mr. Ye West, I think. Probably, but. It comes from a place of talent. Like and in Oklahoma, say, he was incredible his last year. With uh, last Your argument, here's my only... Your argument time, is to I most think, things when we're talking about like players who have either had success or should have success or are highly touted is always talent. Talent is only about half of it. If, you do, if you're not a hard worker, if you don't have the emotional fortitude, if you can't deal with pressure, like all these things... Talent does not carry you 85, 90% of the way when you get to the league. It can't because you've got all these other dudes working 10 times harder than you that want it 10 times more than you do and are 10 times stronger up here than you are. I get what you're saying about the talent. I think what's going to hold him back, his ego is huge. He is already looking for the money. He's not looking for a team to contend with. or not. He is already looking for the bag. And... We have already seen that he can very easily get in his own head and get in his own way and we'll mess up things for himself. I don't I, have a I don't have a solid grasp on how he's going to be in the NFL. I think if he gets drafted to the wrong team, he's screwed. Um, he's yeah, just like a hard guy. To uh, if the Pats trade up and he goes and plays for New England, I think he's fucked. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do. I think he would do well with the Bears. But here's here's. I also don't think the Bears are a bad team with a good draft this year. There's a reason. Wait, say that again. 
I don't think the Bears are a bad team with a oh, good okay. draft. Oh, okay. I thought you said they, they're not a good team with a good draft. I was no, like, no, 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 I think I they're, they're, like, they're going to be an NFC they North contender. Uh, that's what I, with a good draft this year with the right draft, they yeah. got to make the right. Uh, that's why I think they should stick with Fields. Go get You can either go get Marv or you can trade back a little bit more with somebody who really want who, like, let's say the Giants decide to move up, right? Let's say they decide they are going to, you know, they're going to, they are selling out the franchise to get Caleb Williams because they think he's the future. You get a first this year and a first next year. Trade back a little bit. You take a tackle, and yeah. then you take an edge guy to put on the opposite end of Montez Sweat. You've got a damn good team already. Here's here's my thought process on the Caleb Williams draft. If Caleb goes anywhere but one, I think you have a legitimate point because these the people who are projecting this are experts. They're experts who are saying he's going to go number one. They're NFL analysts and NFL scouts of teams who are looking towards their future and have the best right. possible I, outcome yeah, in mind. So if he goes at one, I think you have to say, there's something that we obviously don't see that everybody we, else sees. We watched Bryce Young go at one last year. We've watched... but And, and we've watched, we still we still don't know. Was Tim Tim Couch was the number one overall pick? That was also 30 years ago. Okay. Jamarcus Russell... Um, but I, I'm just saying there's obviously something I, that we aren't seeing. I, I don't disagree. Like obviously he has the talent. If he goes two, I if think, he goes two or later, then you have a legitimate argument that people are like, he doesn't have the mindset to win. But if he goes I at feel one, like I have that argument either way. But my opinion and a scout's opinion can be completely different. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, no, I, I don't in my personal I opinion. <clears throat> he potential wise, this could be one of the best quarterback prospects we've seen in a decade. Right. But the last time we saw somebody with that kind of potential and this kind of so much hype off the field is Manzel. Mm. He was taking like 20th, wasn't he? Was he was taking 21st. I'm just saying with like people thought Yeah, but people didn't think he was going to be an NFL quarterback. Nobody thought he was going to be an NFL quarterback. The Browns took a Baker. shot on him because they could. Baker, Baker was the wrong situation though. You look at the Browns have never been able Trevor to Lawrence was, Trevor Lawrence was the last oh, player to come okay. out with this much hype. Trevor yeah, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was and the last, the last quarterback that we talked about. As a generational, once in a generation quarterback was Trevor Lawrence. Before that, it was Burrow. And before that, it was... Dang, who was before that? Carson Wentz? No. no he, didn't have, he, didn't give a, he didn't even go one. Goff went one. Winston? Goff didn't have that much hype. I mean, uh, Andrew Luck. It was Andrew Luck Andrew before Luck. that. And Andrew Luck would have been a generational guy. Had, he still, I still think he is a generational guy. If but, uh, the Colts had an idea of what an offensive line we'll was see. back then. He got we'll sacked see. so many times he turned to a Civil War vet. It's <laughs> true. We'll see. I, I look forward to the draft. I think that both quarterbacks... I'm excited for it. I'm also scared. I'm also concerned as a Falcons, as fan? A Falcons fan. I'm scared as a Vikings fan. If we take Jaden Daniels or if we take Michael Penix. If we take Penix at eight, I'm not going to be able to watch next year, dude. I'd rather have Daniels. I've decided that I'd rather have Daniels than I'd Penix rather have an injury history. That's what I'm going to say. I would rather have a dude. I like, stay on the field. I like Michael Penix, his, his arm and his accuracy talent. and his talent inside the pocket more than I like Jaden's. But I've seen Jaden take some big hits and get back up and go right if back Jayden into Jaden Daniels the, does the huddle, what he so. does at LSU... In terms of running, oh, it'll like be a, a problem. It'll be a problem. Yeah, he's gonna. I'm sure in his in his meetings with some of these scouts, he, they're gonna say like, if if we draft you, you can't do that. You have to slide. You have to slide. Yeah, because look at how it turned out for AR this past season. AR how, Daniel Jones when Carson Wentz was running like that. Yeah, Carson Wentz. Uh, it didn't work. I mean, Josh Cam, Allen. Josh Allen's found a way to stay healthy. Josh and Cam Newton are the only two in recent memory 
And even Cam, you know, after the Super Bowl started getting banged up. Shoulder. His big injury came in the pocket, surprisingly. It was TJ who did it. You know who was also like that? (laughs) Steve Young. Steve Young was an idiot with the ball in his head. He literally tried to truck, like, linebackers. But uh, he stayed on the field. He won two Super Bowls? Three? Two or three. Two is the starting, I think. I think he was on the team with Montana when they won one. Montana, yeah. Because Montana won four. four. Three. Two is a backup, one is a starter. Okay, so I was a little bit opposite. Um, Damn, could you imagine being the backup for two Super Bowls? And then you finally get your chance, and you're like, "Oh, cool! We're we're just gonna go win one." Do you That's crazy. do you want to draft a quarterback no. as a Vikings fan? When this now. year? When in the draft? First round, second what's round. Your, what's your pick? If you're I taking want a, second, a quarterback, I want okay. I want Bo Nix in the second round. If okay. we can get Bo Nix in the second round, that would be ideal. Um, I want an edge rusher. I want Chop, or I want um, Verse, or I want Latu. They're I want one so, of them. So that Dallas, has been I've seen a lot of Dallas Turner to Minnesota. Y'all have the 11th pick. Yeah, I've seen a lot that of that. That has been my thing when I look at this draft this year. The Falcons have not had a an edge rusher. We had Vic Beasley for one year, led the league in sacks, and then they decided to drop him into coverage the following year, and he, it's trash. We haven't had a true edge rusher since the days of John Abraham, and he hasn't played for us, Vic, for a year. That's what I said. Vic for oh, one I didn't year hear, when he I didn't led hear the league. The Vic thing. Yeah, John, you had him. I think he was still on the team when we went to the 2012 NFC Championship against the Niners. Mm-hmm. After that, I don't remember him much, like maybe 13, 14. Well, you haven't had a guy in over a decade. When it comes, this is the draft to get But him. when it comes to the Falcons, you need a quarterback. If you're not going to take one in free agency, you, or you're not going to trade for one, you, you need a quarterback this year. You can't afford another year like that. And next year, you have Shadur. Do you want Shadur? No, not really. You have Carson <laughs> Beck, who's promising. I like Beck. You have Riley Leonard. You think who's, Beck's going to be the top? top yeah, hundred percent. He'll be a top ten quarterback. You have really Quinn Ewers next year. Yeah, Quinn for Ewers sure. is he not worse than Stetson? Carson? No, from no. A, from an NFL standpoint, not he's from an NFL standpoint. Better. He's like six. Stetson three. was perfect for college because he played with a lot of confidence and swag, and he was very mobile. Like he was shifty. That that's what got him out of trouble a lot. But you have you have guys like Shitter, Carson Beck, Riley Leonard, Quinn Ewers. Graham Mertz is going to be an NFL guy. He's going to be an NFL guy. Um, Will Howard. Tualia. I'm just at eight. What is it? Bonex at 23 to the Steelers, according to Fox Sports. <laughs> Why do you, do you want to do you want to draft a quarterback? Mm. Here's my thing. I think the edge position will turn out better than this quarterback class. I thought you were going to say it's more valuable. No, I think the I think the first-round edge rushers versus the first-round quarterback talent, I think the edge rushers will end up being the talk of this draft. And next year, immediate impact, I think these edge rushers are much better than these quarterbacks are going to be. I think Bo Nix especially is going to Especially where we're picking at eight. At eight, no. more than likely, Caleb, Drake, and Jaden are all going to be gone. I think will be Jaden, man. It might. I'm not taking Michael Penix at eight. It's a waste of a pick. Bo Nix at eight is such a reach. It's laughable. JJ, JJ McCarthy. If he JJ McCarthy, it. if JJ McCarthy is drafted in the top three rounds, no, he'll go first. He'll go first or mid second at the worst. It, I don't agree with it. Somebody needs to lose their job. That's a terrible pick. He led a team to a national championship. He threw. He attempted ten one. passes. In that game for what 140 yards. Why? <laughs> he had three like touchdowns in his final. Quarterbacks. 
Fox he had three Fox touchdowns in his final five games. Did you see his tweet or his Insta in his ESPN posted like Michigan wins the national championship and he commented under it. He was like, Oh, I know y'all, y'all saw see, the, I know y'all, y'all saw those handoffs. <laughs> he's not good. I thought it was very he's, funny. He is not good. I, I think that's so so funny that people think he's gonna be like this good NFL quarterback. He had three touch okay, so going back to the this Purdue has the game. Falcons taking Bo Nix in the second round at forty three. Telling you, man, he's gonna be the best. In his last seven games, JJ McCarthy threw four touchdowns. He threw one against Ohio State and he threw three against Bama. He had none against Purdue, none against Penn State, none against Maryland, none against Iowa, and none against Washington. He is a game manager. He is great. Some teams at checkdowns, flats, and handing the ball off to a good running back. This has Michael Penix going to the Falcons at eight. I know, I've seen that a lot now. Hopefully, after the game yesterday. His stock goes back down. Oh, today's Wednesday. After the game Monday, hopefully his stock goes back down. I don't want him. I don't want him. Because here's here's another issue that I have. Penix, Bo Nix, JJ, they're all projects. They all have more talent than Desmond Ritter, but they're all just projects. I'm going to have to watch the same growing pains next year with a team that should be in win-now mode. If you can't trade for a guy and you can't, I still think y'all should go get Fields. If if the Bears are I, if, if the Bears if are available, moving I on, like him. Are you still taking how uh Howell over Fields? Are you still taking last week last week you said you'd take Minshew over Fields? It depends on what that is more based on what I think we would have to give up. I'm not giving away my first round pick this, no, this year. It wouldn't be a fir- it wouldn't be a first round pick this year. Well, it originally when we talked about it, you said we would have to a give up first, a first a first round pick. Maybe next year's first. I would trade next year's first for Justin Fields. That's probably gonna be like if if Justin Fields turns out how you want it to turn out and you have a good draft that you have Justin Fields I'm and not, you have the eighth overall pick this year. I am pretty confident in Terry Fontenot's ability to draft. So, far. so then if you me, give up next year's first, that's probably to. a playoff team. It should be. Would you not give up? Like that's a future franchise. I'll give up next year's first. That's what I'm saying. Next year's. I'm not giving up this year's first. And you could probably get give next year's first and get a fourth rounder with Justin Fields or a fifth rounder with Justin Fields. We should do. I'll take him. Yes, I I would take him 100. I'm taking anybody that's available right now over what we got on the damn roster. Not him. Never mind. (laughs) Sorry. I don't want a franchise ruining. Con- we Zach already Wilson, have one of those. Zach Wilson's on the market. We, we just got over the Matt Ryan contract. Okay, I do Zach not Wilson's want Zach Wilson's on Russ. the market. The Jets announced that they're trading Zach Wilson. I would. Who is going to trade for? Him? I would rather trade for Fields. The Steelers. Man, no. Makes I would rather. I would rather trade. I would rather trade for Fields. Yeah, if it obviously. gets down to it, and we got to go after somebody like Zach would, Wilson, I would have more faith. And Zach Wilson's ability to win us football games next year than I would Desmond Ritter. I agree. What about uh, what about Mitch? Fuck no. <laughs> Man, we need to get rid of him somehow. Cool. <laughs> go get Aiden. No, go Canada. get Aiden O'Connell. Somebody. Go get Jimmy G. Hell no. Trevor Simeon. You'd rather have Aiden? Who'd you rather have? Aiden O'Connell or Zach Wilson? Zach. Easton Stick. Fuck no. I'm taking Zach because I really? don't. I don't I'd think he was Aiden ever O'Connell. given a fair chance. He was never. He's, he was a, a starter for a full year, and he was horrible. They're, that team was ass. Well, yeah, but so so is Desmond Ritter's team. The team no. is not bad. Desmond Ritter and Arthur Smith were bad. What I about think, Sam Darnold? I th- 
I don't know. I, what about you haven't seen anything out of him Trey since Lance. Hell no. Go get Trey Lance. Hell no. Yes. Obviously, there's something that everybody figured out about Trey Lance, given that he is still the third string on Dallas's team. Cooper Rush. Hey, Cooper Rush is probably the best backup quarterback in the league, though. Jimmy, Jimmy G's a Jimmy G's a backup. I think we're forgetting about uh no Cooper Rush. Did you not remember him last season, man? Yeah, but that's uh, I think he came in. And was I better think than all Dak. backup quarterbacks are volatile as hell. I'd I'd rather have Jake Browning than Cooper Rush. That's that's. Preach. I think they're all. I'd have Tyrod Taylor. With Jake Browning comes Jake Browning's girlfriend. That's the only positive. You would get to watch her every Sunday. I think. What I think could coming up in the for? next couple months, we should do a mock draft where we each, we each get like a pick, and we just get to go around. Like one of us gets the first. Like second, I'll take third, the fourth. first, second, third, and you have to draft. Based on that, we will do a full uh, seven round, rather, 250 not, picks hell no. I would rather <laughs> mock draft. I would rather each one of us have our own team's pick. Yeah, but then. And then, hold on. Wait a second. And then you pick, we would pick like out of a hat or something. Like viewers? One, two, three, and four. And so you would oh, go. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. Like so you, you just go, get random picks. Yes. Okay. But it would just go in order. Like, that's what we, I'm saying. You, you get your go, own picks? If, if, like if. That hat has just one, two, three, and four. If you get one, you go one. Let's say he gets two, three, and four. It goes one, one two, two, three, three four, four, five. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's and what then I'm like, and then you pick, get your. Own I get my own. You pick. get your own. I, pick. I get my team's pick. Um, I like that. We could definitely do that. That'd, that'd be, be cool. Fun little challenge and steal somebody from right under your nose. It would be interesting for sure. Yeah, that could be an episode in like March. When's the draft? Mock draft. April twenty seventh. So that could be an episode in April or April. I definitely wouldn't do it in March. March is March Madness, baby. March Madness, baby. March is also combine season. We're gonna do a seventeen-hour road trip. Hopefully, there's another round trip Jones on the same day. Chris Jones, yeah, combine. <laughs> oh boy, he doesn't know. <laughs> oh, I'll show you. It's it's said you, like, you said you liked him soft. It's an all-time <laughs> classic combine moment. I don't want to see Chris Jones' dick. Oh, you do. <laughs> I don't. Thanks, huge. <laughs> Y'all said and and y'all said it was me, bro. Be a big boy, man. Y'all were y'all were getting on me, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is what happens when we don't have a ton of notes for episodes. Like when anyway, we don't have a structured way to the episode. This, this I'll bring is what some, you guys I'll bring, get. Some, I'll bring some structure. Hot takes of the week. Some. I can start. Go ahead. So I'll give y'all some time. I'm gonna double down on my hot take from three weeks ago. The Pistons? No. The Rams. I think the Rams are going to take down the Lions in oh, Ford Field this week. I think I it's a perfect not. story. Stafford comes back. Did you see what the what uh, like a Detroit Newsline posted? No. They're, they said, do not wear Stafford jerseys to the game. Yeah, I saw that. Like, actually. don't wear Stafford Lions That's jerseys to the game. Outside of, well, no, I take that back. That's probably your third best player of all time. Like That's like he did so much for the organization. You're like, don't wear Stafford jerseys because he's playing against us. Like, that's that's bad karma is what it is. And I think that Stafford's going to come in there. I'm having a tough time thinking about who I'm going to pick for this game. I've gone back and forth in my head, and yeah, there's a little preview to pick them. Go, go watch that after. I this. am a staff. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a staffy lover. I love staff, so I love Stafford. I'm not going to say I love staff. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't want staff. No, but I think I think the Rams are getting good at the right time. They're hot. They've won how many games in a row? Have they won or they've won like five out of the last six. I think. Yeah, they're on a hot hot stretch. Um, and I, so, I would tell you if ESPN I wasn't it. bugging. It's working fine for me, man. Is it? Every time I click on the NFL playoffs. They've won one, two, three, four. 
five, oh, six, finally, seven. They've won seven of their last eight. So hot they're at the right hot. time. They're getting healthy. Kyron's good. Coop, Cooper's good. Um, Stafford looks good. Puka's good. Puka's good. Puka. 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 It's just going to depend on, the, depend on the defense. Their defense has looked very I could say the same thing about Detroit. Detroit, though. Some days their defense shows up and you're like, damn, so, it's good. Some days it shows up and you're like, man, y'all costing your team wins. Yeah, they give up a lot of points. Um, but that's my hot take is that the Lions are going to walk into Ford Field. So there's a little, like I said, a little sneak peek of of our pick'em segment, um, but yeah, I walk into Ford Field, walk out with a dub, rip the throats out of a couple Lions fans, first home playoff game in X amount of years. I don't even know, get throttled by the former franchise quarterback Matthew Stafford. I wanted to go, I really want to go to the playoffs. And do yeah. another hot take, but we're gonna do pick them after this. So I yeah, feel that's like I don't want to give away my. I said to double down on my hot take. From I don't want to give away. Oh man, that was where a hot take. Go? That was a hot take like four weeks ago. Where do actually. I want to go now? I gotta pivot. The Falcons take. Pivot, Michael Penix. Pivot, pivot. I don't know now, man. Yeah. That's, that's okay. tough. I don't want to do because so, I wanted to, but I don't want to give something away. Well, it doesn't matter for me. Because I pick first and pick them. Yep. So. For now. So it doesn't matter what I say because y'all are all going to hear it anyways. So my hot take is the playoffs. And I believe that Baker Mayfield will throw for at least 300 yards and three TDs. And they're going to win at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. Damn. That was a good one. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Philadelphia sucks. All right, I'll go real hot. Hot as fuck. Hot as fuck. And it'll just be um, this. It's just going to be kind of a fun one. You can talk about it. You can not talk about it. I think... I think that the Los Angeles Clippers have a very good chance in making the Western Conference Finals this year. In... A very tough Western Conference. I think they will make the Western Conference Finals. You've got a pretty deep roster with Russ coming off the bench. You've got Harden, PG, and Kawhi all finally starting to mesh. Their last couple games haven't been great, but they are still 7-3 and three in their last 10. Their point differential is one of the best in the Eastern Conference. Their defense is good. One of the better ones where in does, the Eastern Conference. Where does it rank in the Western Conference? Their defense? Their point differential. Their point differential is tied second. Oh, so they're good in both conferences. Oh, you talk, You said in the NBA? No, you said, it, you said in the Eastern Conference. Oh, did I? Yeah. My bad. In the Western Conference, they're tied second. And in the NBA, they would be tied fourth or tied fifth. Yeah, they'd be tied fourth. So I think they've got a great chance, especially come playoff time with all the experience. You're going to have some younger teams in there this year, like the Thunder. The Kings are still kind of young. The Timberwolves always find a way to choke. I think uh, maybe not choke. They just uh, – yeah, I won't say choke because they haven't been the, mo- the most – they're not – they haven't been as talented as they are right now. 
in We almost beat the two C Grizzlies two years ago if it weren't for a stupid John Morant. I always the Grizzlies are always frauds though. Grizzlies yeah. never should have been a two seed in any year. So yeah. I think the Clippers, with all the experience, with Harden coming off the bench now, with a good big three in the Western Conference, with a good defense right now, will make the Western Conference Finals. That is pretty hot. All right, well, I don't know how big of a hot take this is because I'm not a big college football guy, but I don't want to pick an NFL game because... Trying to hold some of those. Yeah, but I am going to go to next season in college football. My prediction is the Utah Utes. I said it earlier. I don't know if it was on here or in the car, but they're going to make the playoff next year, the 12-team playoff, and they're going to win a game. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a pretty hot take. I mean, Cam Rising, he always rises to the occasion, like we said. Their defense, I think it's like, it's not top. Is it top 10? Who their defense? It was top, like yeah. top twenty. It was top thirty top, for sure this really? year. Really? Yeah. I thought it was. You got to think. That. There's hundred and thirty. Yeah. College football teams, though, so being top thirty is normally pretty solid. And they are jumping to the Big Twelve, correct? Their team was thirteenth yes. in defense. Thirteenth in total defense. Yeah. So they got the defense. They're getting Cam Rising back for his twenty seventh year <laughs> in college football. And I think they're definitely gonna be better than LSU. <laughs> I think they'll be better than Penn State, unfortunately. Better than Washington. Better than Notre Dame, unfortunately. I think they could realistically be the eight or the nine. Okay. I think Washington well, if could. they win the uh if they win the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. they're automat uh yeah, they're automatically the top four seed. I think we could yep. see Washington. Oh, really? Yeah, the, but the, Texas is Oh no, Texas is Texas. Texas is see, the Big Twelve got so much easier for Utah. It's the top, Arizona, the top Kansas, four. and Oklahoma State. Yeah, the top Power oh, five. they still have they still have Texas listed as Big Twelve on ESPN. Oh, okay, yeah, the top four, the conference winners, so SEC, ACC, Big Twelve, and Big Ten mm-hmm. will then be the two one, at large. Will be one, two, three, and four. Because right now they have Georgia, yeah. Texas, Oregon, and Alabama as the top four for next season. Wouldn't make sense. Yeah, Texas cannot yeah. be the Alabama can't be there either. Yeah. I think that's just is that not just. Is this like future power rankings? Is that what that is? I think it's just rankings. Yeah, top 25. Top 25 rankings. Yeah. It'll probably How be... How is that going to work? With what? Whoever wins the SEC gets so, to buy. Yeah, obviously. And I'm talking about like, let's say... Can you not have two SEC teams rank top four anymore? No. Well, not at the end of the year. I guess they could be, but they just won't... It won't be seeded that way. So it'd be, yeah, so you it'd would, be winner, 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 winner at large. So if Alabama went four, uh, thir- nah, 12 and 1... 5 and 6 right now are um, group of 5 conference winners. They get an at-large... No, no, no. They just get an at-large bid. So they're probably going to end up being 12. Okay. Is that... Uh, yeah. But they, it's they the pay, next, it's the next two, 8 teams are all at-large. There's no, like... There's no, like... Specific seating from specific conferences, but they, it, 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 there is there has to be two. From what I saw, two group of five conference winners. Are they just, just going to get their ass whooped? Just one group of just five. One, just one group of five team, the and then so the group of five winner gets in, inclusive. and then seven, seven at large teams. So if Bama goes twelve and one, <laughs> and Georgia and goes thirteen and zero. Oh, Georgia gets the one. Bama probably gets the, the five. five. So what I'm hearing it's, is Notre Dame has absolutely no chance to be top four. No. Correct. That's literally zero They chance. literally can't be. And that's their own fault. All these 5 versus 12 games are going to be like when Oregon played Liberty. 
It is going to look like that every <laughs> single time. Hey, hey, hey. Tulane because played USC two well, years ago and won. Okay, but if you if it's how that if it's how it's supposed to work in like the next best team or the basically the team that lost the SEC championship gets the five seed, Alabama will do unspeakable things to a team like Tulane. Tulane. Yep. Western Michigan. They will have to they will have to take it off the air because it will be so bad. They'll have to yeah. pay them like damages. Yeah, probably. Emotional probably damages to therapists. the players. But I don't blame Notre Dame though. Really? For not joining a conference? They make too much money they're getting from They make too much money. It is an ungodly amount. More money than they make from making a playoff game. It's an ungodly amount of money. It makes no sense for them to join a conference other than the they want to compete in football. To it would yeah, it would it would have always helped them. Now it doesn't matter for them. Yeah, now they get in regardless. But so. for years it's what kind of kept them isn't it interesting how so the final AP poll came out? Did you, did you look at it? Mm-mm. You know who finished over who? Georgia finished over Bama. Georgia was four, Bama was five. How much sense does that make? That the whole reason Georgia backwards. didn't get in and the whole reason Florida State didn't get in was because Texas beat Bama, so they have to be over them. And Bama beat Georgia, so Bama has to be in and Georgia can't be in. That is about the dumbest. It goes Michigan, Washington, Texas. Georgia. Hey, we moved four. up a spot. We moved up to twelve. Let's go. Yeah. Then Alabama Barely squeaked out a win against Wisconsin. You get to move up. Oregon. We didn't have Florida Jane State, Dames. Missouri, we'll down. Mississippi, and Ohio State. Uh, we are above Penn State and Notre Dame. Ole Miss. No, where's Ole Miss? Ole Miss is nine. Oh, Penn State moved down one. We are above. Penn so we State. beat. We beat two top ten teams this year. Go blue. Good job, Michigan. I think we could see Washington. Have a TCU level fall off next oh, year. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, yeah, they're number they're 25 losing. in terms of uh, ESPN power rankings for they're next year. They're losing so much of their talent. Really? But they're, they're getting but they're getting Will Rogers. So. This one has them at 11. They're losing, they're losing, they're losing their quarterback. Penix. They're losing oh, Dylan Jones. Is Polk leaving? I don't think Polk's leaving. McClellan will leave. Yeah, McClellan will leave. Polk's leaving? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Polk's leaving. Uh, Trice start. is going is going to be Trice gone. Trice will be gone. Probably that, that corner Muhammad is really good. He's that really corner. good. Their yep, interior lineman. Um, so like their eight best, uh, like some Hawaiian. It's a Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. You're not talking about Troy, are you? He's a tackle. Troy no, they are losing um, their starting left tackle though, which is big. They're like eight or nine best players are all leaving this year. Yeah. They are yeah, adding. They're adding Will Rogers, Jeremiah Hunter, Trey Watson, Sebastian Valdez, Drew <laughs> Azo Party. BJ Green and Ethan Barr. And they're Will going, Rogers is significant, but other than they're that. moving to a more difficult conference. Thule. Mm-hmm. Is that D D lineman? I had mm-hmm. to find it. It was gonna bother me. Thule and Jabbar Muhammad. They're big ten, right? Yes. Yeah. Oregon's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to watching I'm they looking have forward to, to watching play. I'm looking forward to watching them in a more competitive They have conference. to play Michigan. Their conference was about as competitive as it gets this year. Michigan, yeah, USC, Penn State, Oregon. What are you ty- what are you saying? Washington, Washington schedule, schedule next year. Oh yeah, it's fucked. Play. Michigan at Iowa, USC at Penn State, UCLA, UCLA at Oregon, and they play Washington State, which is not a cakewalk. Non conference game though. They could leg- they could go like eight and four next year. Can you believe they don't have Nebraska top twenty five? Yeah, <gasps> they I don't have it. one of the shittiest teams in college football. They, no- they normally don't put a six win team in the top. Man, 25. They win six games. They should be. Huh? Do Iowa. they even win six games? Yeah. yeah. No, because they, they didn't make a bowl game. Now they didn't make a bowl game. They didn't make a bowl game, so they I definitely they won five or six. And they might have won five. Six means bowl game. Yeah, six. Because James five, Madison five sometimes James, means bowl game. James Madison got to play a bowl game this year because there were not enough yeah, six-win teams. 
Yeah, five and seven. Trash. They're That's not my team. I just support them. <laughs> like the big N. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and Go Big Red, gonna, I guess. Yeah, GBR. 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 Um, shout out Will Compton. Every time, every time somebody says says something about Nebraska, I'm just gonna Will say Compton. shout out Will Compton. Um, his love for Nebraska is one of the funniest unwavering. things to listen to. It, it's I, I'm the same way as a Georgia fan, so I relate. But it's so funny to listen to on their podcast, dude. Him like every week, he's like this man. It cracks me up. They never have anything bad to say about their team. It's always like, it's not. I wouldn't even call it constructive criticism. Like. Their defense will allow 77 points. And he's like, man, like, we need to fire our DC, but, you know, the defense, they can't do anything because of the DC. And some of our guys just didn't show up today, but they'll play better next week. You know, like, it's just, it's just a bad game. I don't Where, know how you can possibly think that about Nebraska. Like, there's no bright spots on that team. Their defense is really good. At least I have something, at least I had something to root for this year. And Jane Daniels, and you got it. Um, do we want to jump to our uh, new dogs of the dogs. week? Dogs of the week. Roar. Dogs of the week. <laughs> Why? Can you hit another one of those for me? <laughs> That's bad. Uh, I can start. I don't go mind ahead. starting. Um, well, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the NFL playoffs um, because I'm I think sure. it's I think it's the most high volume. Oh, hold on! I didn't even give a full intro to this segment. Wait a second. What are we doing? Doing? He gave his horror, so I thought we were good. Welcome to Dogs of the Week, presented by Underdog. Use code FDS to get a first deposit match up to $100. Just in time for the NFL playoffs. Who doesn't like playing fantasy, right? Everybody loves it. Who doesn't, Who like, doesn't some... like money? I, I, Most people I know like both. And if you're one of those people, use the code. Get started before Do the it. NFL playoffs, because we're going to give you a couple... Good bangers. Ba- yeah, we're gonna give you a couple bangers right here, and I know bangers. <laughs> to use Have you it, not seen that video, uh-huh. <laughs> and I know bangers. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna give you a few for the start of the NFL playoffs this weekend. That's right. I just want to give you guys some stats real quick. Okay, let's get into some stats before we start. Anybody who has been rocking with me? Oh my gosh, just get it's to three it. for three. I, I'm just uh, don't be you mad. Look like, you look like Krispy Kreme, dude. Just the glaze. Don't oh. don't be mad. <laughs> don't be mad. I'm three for three right now. I'm batting a thousand. So very small sample size. Kiss my ass. I thought one of yours got rebooted. It, it pushed. Yeah, push. Does a it push pushed. count? No, it it's... does because it doesn't ruin the bet. I guess you still would have won money. The, the pick'em entry. <laughs> You're right. The it's daily still... fantasy sports pick'em entry. It does Bush. not ruin it. You just win less money. <laughs> That's right. It's like kissing your sister. <laughs> you just so, went to you just went to the you, you won, went to the but casino. It cost. You just went to the casino. You, you you won some. You lost some. You ended up coming out even, but you tipped the dealer a good bit. That's all that happened. You just tipped the dealer. Walked away. Lost a couple bucks. No, because a push you can no still not with the win. push uh, not with the push with with some of our bets with our collective pick them entries. Hey, our, I've only missed two out of three. So. <laughs> collect, collect. We have hey, only missed still, two out of three. If, if you're playing baseball, that's still Hall of Fame numbers. Yeah, thirty-three. I anyway, just, we got to pick a sport when we start talking about statistics for this to compare it to. Oh, baseball. You want to do baseball? No, it'll bad, probably make bad, it. Batting three thirty-three. It gives you the most margin it'll, for it'll, error. It'll, you, can it'll suck and, you can suck and still be. Go it'll to give everybody go else a better 
All right, I got to make sure my line hasn't changed. So I'll go ahead. I, projection. I got to make sure my projection is Jesus. We're not good at this. I got to make sure my projection is. <laughs> go ahead, Jack. All right. Um, NFL playoffs obviously must watch. If you're gonna put a pick em entry in, you, you're gonna wanna. If you if the game if you don't have any stake in the game, go ahead and put some stake in the game. You know, play a little pick em entry, and it starts. Love a good stake. Love a good stake. It starts. With Joe Cool. Joe Flacco has thrown, hold on, let me make sure my number's are right. I believe it's at least two touchdowns in every game he has started so far this season. Let me let me triple check my number. Actually, I can just do it on here. Um, and he's thrown for over 250 in every game he started this season, I believe. Because he started with 350 and uh, three touchdowns in the first three games that he started. Um, and his projection... Yeah, his last five games, he's thrown for over 250, over 300 in his last four, and over two touchdowns in every, higher than two touchdowns in every We game. were terrible at this. Absolutely well, I don't even awful. Th- you know, anyway. Okay, go ahead. His projection okay. is one and a half passing touchdowns. And he's, th- he's thrown for higher than two passing touchdowns in every game he started this season against a Houston defense that isn't phenomenal, especially in that secondary, it's not phenomenal. Other than Derek Stingley. It's not phenomenal. <laughs> Derek Stingley is a bright spot at times. Um, so I will take Joe Flacco higher than one and a half passing touchdowns versus the Houston Texans this week as my FTS pick'em entry. I like it. All right, I'll go next. I like a specific DGD that is playing this weekend. He goes by the name of James Cook, and he's mm. playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in some bad weather. Mm-hmm. He's got to run the ball. You do. Not effectively. It uh, doesn't have to be. I like him higher than 14 and a half rushing attempts. He had 13 against Miami in a pretty bad game script. He had 16 against New England. And he had 20 against the Chargers. And that is his last three. It's not going to be great weather. I hate it, but Josh Allen has not been great recently. He's been very up and down. You don't know what you're going to get this weekend, especially in bad weather. But the Steelers are missing their most important defensive player in TJ Watt. It's a big part. Is Cam Hayward playing? Yeah. It's a big part of stopping anything up front. Hey, right. we finally are in a TJ. position where we have depth at the edge rushing position now. But you can't replace TJ. Is all I'm saying. Like you're you're missing your best you're missing your best player. Yeah. And it, it on the line, which is another thing to look at. So I am going to take James Cook higher than 14 and a half rushing attempts. Really quick, 10 second DGD running back shout out. Zamir White has had over 100 scrimmage yards in every game he has started this season. Future Raiders starting running back, future Pro Bowler. And he, looks, and he looks like a dog. Zeus. So. He's a beast. Anyway, just had to say that because I forgot to earlier. Do you want to go next or do you want me to go? I don't care as long as you don't take mine. I hope not. I hope not either. I guess I'll go. I guess so. My dog <laughs> of the week is barking and he is pulling at the chain and he's What's about- he doing? And he's about to let loose. Uh, my fantasy quarterback, my my leader, Jordan Love, has thrown more, has thrown two or more TDs 
in eight of his last nine games. You're picking against that Dallas defense? At last, home what happened in last Jerry's time. world? Jordan, Jordan Love, man. He fucked me by like 10 yards. If if there's a part oh. of that Dallas defense that's a little suspect, it is the secondary. Yeah. And he's been balling. That's bold. And, I guess the Tyrod pick last week. He's was been balling. Yeah, he, Eight out of his last nine games, he has thrown two or more TDs. So my dog of the week is Jordan Love higher than one and a half passing TDs. All right. Well, mine is going to be very similar to Mr. Twilly's on the other side of the ball because Steelers Tucker. are playing in some bad weather. Oh, yeah. And uh, we do not have the quarterback that the Bills have. Oh, that's not future Super Bowl MVP Mason Rudolph you're talking about, is it? Hey, Nick Foles won it too. So we he doesn't have to be elite and a mega dynamic quarterback to, to win games. But he just needs a better team. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Mr. Najee Harris is going to be running that ball, and he's going to be running it hard down the Bills' throats, pounding them just like we did the Ravens last week, pounding them over oh, really? and over and over again. His last three his last three weeks, he has At least some of you are taking higher on attempts. No, I am not. Taking yards? Yards is only... 58 and a half rushing yards. Okay, I can get down with that. We are riding. His last three, he has 112, 122, and 78. I can get down Cincinnati. with that. And some bad weather. He'll, he'll have the touches to produce it. It's supposed to be snowing, too. He'll have the touches to produce Where's it. T- what's his touch line? Touches? Uh, touch- <laughs> touchdown? No. no. Uh, attempts. attempts production. 15. Yeah, I'd probably take That's, yards. Yeah, I like, I like that. I like your pick better than I like his pick. So I'm going higher for Mr. Najee than 58.5 rushing yards. I like your pick better than I like his pick. We're not really Nobody good at sticking to our vocabulary. Nobody liked no, my not. pick last week, and it was the biggest lock of all time. Hitting the first half. It was the biggest free daily fantasy sports pick 'em entry of all time. <laughs> it's tough though not because that Dallas defense has been like an all-time great defense. Well, if at you think home. Of, if you think about it like this, at home. What do we what do we expect them to happen? The Cowboys to beat the dog shit out of the Packers. What does that mean? The Packers gonna be losing all game. They gonna throw the ball. Doesn't mean they're gonna throw yeah, it in the not, end zone. Y- your pick was not. What is his your What is his attempts? It wasn't attempt. You didn't like, pick attempts. You took. What is his attempts? Touchdowns. Like? Probably like twenty six. If they get beat, no. If, if they get beat, if it's lower than thirty, that should be a. If they get, if they get beat thirty five to ten, he could throw for lower than one and a half passing TDs. It is. They do not have one. Uh, <laughs> I bet you it's twenty six. They have a completions. They have a. No, com- what are the completions? Like twenty one, twenty two and a half. Uh, that's. Uh... Give me the TDs. It's gonna happen. Okay. All right. All right. What about Mason Rudolph? Three point five rushing yards. I Joe hate... Flacco's rushing yards <laughs> is point five. I hate, I hate those lines, dude. Because you'll sweat it all game. Just just move forward. Just go forward a yard. <laughs> You've got a hole. Take the two yards. And it's no, just Joe like, Flacco would die if he got hit by if he got hit by somebody. He's dead. If uh, if, if Quan Alexander meets Joe Joe, Joe Flacco, Flacco in the, the hole, hole, he's gonna die. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. He's all dead. right. That is gonna wrap up. What a very rambunctious episode. Uh, very. That was chaotic. Yeah, it was. That, there was no. Sorry, Nana. <laughs> I feel bad. Go get your Nana's keys, bro. You need- <laughs> <laughs> Told you, man. You oh, think- that reminded me of what I got to tell y'all. Do not let me forget. Okay. I think it's okay. pretty funny. All, All right. right. Well, that is going to do it for the boys here. Another episode of From the Stands. Check out this episode tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. Thursday morning, 
And check out the Pick'em this week because we're yeah, going to get into the NFL playoffs. all yeah. six of the NFL playoff games, and Do it. it's going to get crazy. It's going to get crunkety. So that is coming up next. It, uh, I haven't, I'm trying to find a new place to consistently post it. It's either going to be Thursday nights or it's going to be Friday mornings. Just kind of be on the lookout. We appreciate you guys. If you stuck through this chaotic, just all over the place episode. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Thank you. I did I, as well. I think I had a good time with it, and that's all that uh, that's all that matters. So we will see you guys next week. Drop a like. Drop a comment. Smash the sub button. Yes, you heard that right. Smash it. We'll see you next Lord. week. Peace.